I'm watching the snowfall on this early January afternoon, and I can't help but think about the, the beauty and the simplicity as it falls, and how we take for granted so often the beauty of nature and just the, the rest and the refreshment that comes from being still and, and appreciating and acknowledging the things that we see around us that just seem so ordinary or mundane or average. There's nothing about the last year or so of our lives that has been normal. Regardless of where you live, it doesn't matter if you live in a, a, a part of the world that has very predictable and consistent weather, um, or if you live where I do, in North Carolina, where you have all four seasons on <laughs> full display every year. Just take a moment to, to rest and, and hopefully even if your job has not slowed down, you've been able to just rest and appreciate things that maybe have just been like overlooked in your, in your perspective in the past. And I was, I was listening to a podcast last night and um, I've watched some, some YouTube videos and I've just been, I've, I've had way more intake, I feel like, in the last year. But I've also had uh, a lot more time to, to just soak in it. And not for studying sake, but just just to soak and just to, to just to listen. We've all had to be still. And the scripture that talks about that if the if we don't worship, if we don't praise, then the rocks are going to cry out. And how that has been, at least in the Christian world in my lifetime, that's been almost like a threat that we have to worship. And if we don't, then the rocks are going to cry out. So I'm not going to let a rock cry out in my place. But the way that she worded it was that it wasn't so much a threat that it was more of a promise that in those moments where if we forget or if we just get so caught up in our our busyness and our lives that we forget to just take a moment to to thank God and to praise God and worship him for who he is that creation is going to take care of that for us in that moment that creation itself praises and acknowledges that there's a creator and just the awe and the wonder that we can have on acknowledging each blade of grass and each leaf on a tree like that is so beautiful and there's nothing more more beautiful and no no more uh, of a prized creation in in God's eyes than than the human being because he created us with the soul he created us with a willpower with a personality and you know creation has no choice but to worship God and how how it blooms and how it dies and how it grows. And I feel like that we as, as humanity, that we, we get so caught up in things that don't matter. And we want to idolize things that have no value in, in the big picture of life. We want to idolize celebrities when they're just ordinary people. There, there's, there's nothing different about somebody that's famous or somebody that is just well known on social media than somebody who's just sitting on their couch right now. They have no more value than anybody else. And yet we idolize that. And we idolize the, the TV and media and news and TV shows and movies and music and artists and you know all of these things. And I mean, I, I love to listen to music. I very seldom turn on the TV. And if I do, it is not to watch the news. <laughs> There's no grounds to idolize Anybody, anything, uh, the only one that is worthy of acknowledgement and appreciation and accolades is God. And the moment that we get that just deep in our soul, the more that we're going to be more at peace, we're going to be more content, the, the simpler that, that life will become. 
I, I like to think that I'm a minimalist, but I am, I'm nowhere near uh, t- to the extreme that, that I know that some people are. But I want to get rid of, of more and more stuff that's just cluttering my home and cluttering my life and cluttering my mind. And, you know, even with social media, there's times that I want to delete it. And there's times I want to just get rid of TV and, and, and internet altogether. And I know that those things can be used for good and they can be very beneficial tools, but they can also be very easily idolized, very easily worshipped. And we don't even realize it sometimes that, that we're doing that. So my encouragement today is that Uh, As I've taken a bit of a hiatus for this podcast for the last several months, it has not been for reasons that I wanted to. Uh, The the depression got really bad um, around my birthday in October and ended up getting diagnosed with bipolar 2. So I have uh, hypomanic episodes and then I have major depressive episodes. And I'm learning that without taking uh, mood stabilizers or antidepressants that I can learn to manage the the mood swings and the depressive episodes and the hypomania. I can manage those with simple tools. And the more that I can be outside and around nature, the better my mental health is. And the better my mental health is, the better my spiritual health is. Because everything is literally, it is being filtered through our mind. Even, even our faith life, our spiritual journey is being filtered through our mind, which is why it's imperative for us to renew our mind. But just making sure that we are rooted in a foundation that's bigger than just the, the time frame that we're living in and the, the feelings that we're experiencing. So my encouragement is that if you have to take a hiatus or a sabbatical or some time to just unplug from everything, please do so. I, I think that it's intentional that the, the two greatest commandments that literally sums up every other law and every other commandment that had ever been given was to love the Lord your God with all your heart and your, I think it's your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. And the fact that he said heart first is intentional in my opinion. To love God with all your heart, meaning that's where all of your emotions are coming from. So I was listening to a, a, a video last night from Amanda Cook and she was just talking about how all of her emotions are welcome and they're valid. And the times that we try to suppress our emotions are the times that we are not giving full reign to who we are as an individual and who we are as God created us. So we give full place and full welcome to any emotions that we have. If it's sadness, then that means that something was deeply meaningful for us and it's a powerful emotion. So experience the sadness, experience the grief. Let your body just just process through it. Obviously, if we never had moments like that, then we would never really fully appreciate joy and those moments of happiness. And I have, have come to appreciate humor more than I ever have because when you laugh, that is one of the most vulnerable things that you can do. Like I'm talking like a deep belly laugh where you almost start wheezing even if you don't have asthma like but when you can just laugh it's it's wonderful so to love God with all your heart and in your soul uh, that that to me is like your personality everybody has a different personality and you're going to be uh, perceiving things and taking things in different ways than, than somebody else so don't compare how you are seeing things from your viewpoint uh, based on somebody else's viewpoint so love him with your personality. Love him from the depths of who you are and your mind. So love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind. That means that I can mentally and intellectually love God. 
that when I go into worship, I'm not leaving my mind outside the door. I'm not checking it at the door. I am literally loving him even with my, with, with, with the most um, logic and intellect that I can, that I can have. I'm loving him with that. And then lastly is my strength, which that comes into to human effort. I think sometimes we, we want to, to love God with, with only our strength or with our strength first. And we end up feeling so weak and so inadequate and so inferior to, you know, again, comparing ourselves to how somebody else loves God based on what we can see with their human effort. But if you start with the heart and then you get into your soul and then your mind, then your strength is almost going to be just, just second nature. It's going to be natural that just comes out of you, that you're going to be expressive and you're, I mean, even your facial expressions, your words, everything about your strength is going to come out and how you love God. And then the second commandment to love, love your neighbor as yourself, like that's a no brainer. <laughs> if you love God with, with literally all four of those components, then how hard is it to love your neighbor? Like we can do that, but we have to be in order. We have to, to get ourselves in order first and to love your neighbor as yourself. If I'm not loving myself and I'm not letting myself be loved, then I don't have a capacity to love anybody else. And to me, love is the greatest force in all of the universe. Like that is what literally drives humanity to keep going and to serve and to give and to, to reproduce and to disciple. And like, that's just that, that, that's the core value in my opinion. So how we love people it's going to be a better testimony of who we are as individuals than anything that we could ever do or, or give or anything that's, that's external. But how we love that may, may be seen or unseen is going to be what sticks with people. For me, I've had to uproot a lot of things that have not been uh, fruitful for me and have actually been condemning and shaming and have caused me to want to um, just crawl in a hole and to cripple up and, and hide away. But understanding the love that God has for us is changing my life and that I cannot do anything about the love that that he has and the price that Jesus paid for us. So it's a big deal. It's a pretty big deal. My word for this year is intention. The intention is, um, is an aim and it's an attitude towards a goal. And so when I've set goals in the past and I failed, then I shamed myself and that was not fruitful. <laughs> it was not fruitful. So to have an intention, meaning that I am aiming myself and setting my attitude towards a certain direction, it gives myself grace and also allows me to, um, to see the broader picture and to see that I am a flawed human being, that I still struggle and I still battle with things, but I have a Jesus that loves me in spite of and because of. Like he loves me just more and, and, and more deeply than I can ever fathom. And I will never be able to understand it. I'm not, I, and I keep trying, I keep trying, I keep trying, and I can't. So I'm not going to say I'm going to stop trying, but I'm going to stop fighting against his love for me. I'm going to let him love me. I'm going to let him change me. I'm going to let him transform my life. I'm going to let him transform how I view God and how I view humanity. And it's working. It is absolutely working. And uh, I just, I love you guys so much. And I'm excited to, to, to be able to spend this time with you and that you invest in yourself in, in these podcast episodes. And I hope that you listen to other things that are, um, are feeding your soul and feeding your spirit, feeding your heart, feeding your mind, and, uh, and just hopefully cultivating a better you all around. And 
Can't wait to spend more time with you guys this year. Love you so much. Thanks for listening to Church Talks.